What shall we look at this evening? Sequoia, this is Jan. I just had a question. Certainly, Jan. Um, I, this is one of the few days I was unable to listen to the uh, morning year-long retreat, you know, uh, live this morning. And I didn't mm-hmm. see, when I went to listen to the recording, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a recording available? Do you know? I do not know. I'm sorry I can't help you with that. Um, That's okay. All right. Thank I'm you. Sure. I'm sure it will get posted as soon as it's available. Okay. Thank you. All right. This well, is this is Phil. Phil. And there was someone else right before Phil? Sequoia, it was Jen, but Phil, absolutely. Okay. Go, go for it. All right. Phil, go ahead. Just go ahead. Well, what I was seeing um, is a mixture of... Uh, <laughs> from the year-long retreat, from the email class, from, you know, everything, I guess. Uh, but, and it's, you know, it has to do, of course, with the uh, political events. But um, I was watching how, um, I guess you could say, how how much conditioning was trying to disturb um, my well-being and as uh-huh. a matter of fact it did a pretty good job doing it uh-huh uh-huh so you're watching it your well-being getting disturbed by conditioning and it's doing what it's good at yeah that, this was like the two days ago or something it started and um it was interesting because you know okay so I know what to do with it, how to practice with it, how to use the tools, you know, record and listen, do all that. And I did all that, and the body sensations were still there. I mean, the body, the sensations were very strong in the body, even though, you know, I was I was uh, practicing with it and not trying to make it go away, just trying, you know, just practicing with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you weren't actually trying to make the sensations going away, but you were practicing and using all the tools, and you were also noticing that the body sensations were remaining the same, it sounds like. Yeah, and the uh, if I had to put the, the, the sensations or whatever it is into words, it was like um, uh, I, I knew I, I was uh, would eventually accept what was going on but did not um uh but could not at that point it was something like uh-huh. that uh-huh. uh-huh uh-huh i mean i don't know but that's just kind of how i would put it in words i have no idea what really yeah. was going on <laughs> but your, your best guess if you were put words of the sensations that eventually it would be accepted but what was going on but not currently you couldn't do it the acceptance wasn't happening at this moment Right, even though I was, ex- ex- uh, I couldn't accept what was going on outside, but I was, you know, <laughs> doing my best to accept what was going on in my body. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. Um, but the interesting thing, here's what, what was interesting to me, was that, um, and I don't know where it came from, but it dropped in somewhere along the line, that um, what I saw, was that uh, why, you know, one of the reasons perhaps it it wasn't, um, I wasn't able to accept what was going on out there. And Mm -hmm. I'm suspecting, of course, it would be the same thing going on in here. Uh, But it was, I saw that there was a real belief and I hadn't, I mean, I knew I've, now I could say, yeah, I, I could have said I had this belief, but I didn't see it during all this time or, or would ever have thought of it as a belief uh, that 
um, how do I want to put it, that, oh, bullies should, you know, should not win. If you're, you know, it's always, you know, you watch the movies, you watch this or that, and, and most of the time, you know, the good prevails and the bullies get their due. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this didn't mm-hmm. look like it was happening. <laughs> Wow, so it was an opportunity to uncover a belief that had not really been examined before. Kind of it sounds like, the, you know, the good guys win belief that bullies. bullies exactly. Yeah. It was because when I saw that, then I saw, oh, yeah, I mean, this started early on. There was Hopalong Cassidy and Roy Rogers and, and uh, you know, um, all the rest of them. Um, Gene Autry, you know, I mean, I was raised on those. I probably your people my age were, and uh-huh. you know, they are Long Ranger. They always, you know, rode their horse out of town with the successfully having, you know, conquered, <laughs> fixed everything on their as they left. And like I said two or three days ago, this did not look like this was what's happening, and it was just. Uh, so interesting to watch to see that because you know just after I in seeing that I didn't notice it right away but eventually the um, physical well slowly the physical part of it kind of waned anyhow but what I saw was that there was there's now back to an equilibrium where uh, it it still matters, you know. In a way, you know, we're not supposed to want the the outcome should shouldn't matter. And I was keep looking at that too. But I want the outcome, certain outcome. You know, I don't want, yeah. But so, but it's like there's not that in me now. There's not that. Um, I can't even describe what was going on in my body. I was like, it was like that. That there's just an equilibrium, you know. Whatever happens is going to, is okay, even though uh-huh. you know I have a preference for whatever's going to be the outcome. I'll say this: uh, these this election that's coming up. So, um, but it was so interesting to see that sometimes there's these uncovered, oh, a lot of times, most of the time, uncovered beliefs that uh, are so obvious in some ways, but dismissed. And when we just keep like what we're doing, practicing, just keep looking, just keep keeping exploring, just keeping you know doing this, mm-hmm. you know, email classes, year-long retreats, uh, mm-hmm. workshops, these phone calls, um, you know, groups. That it's just like little pieces of the puzzle fall together, or or maybe it's just that the the um, conditioning that comes up in that moment is revealed whereas it yeah. had been that for, for that way in connection with what was going on and i know you know ego's the biggest bully and it, it gives me a lot to see about about that too you know how although with practice we can prevail we can ride our horse out it seems <laughs> to the sunset <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it really gives us the opportunity to see ego for the bully that it is. And, yeah, and that, you know, that phrase, no reason to be bored, comes up that, you know, there was a lot of looking and and, and to uncover this belief that, you know, it was a, a pretty, you know, it was probably uh, affecting a lot of different areas. And it, mm-hmm. and it hadn't actually been brought up to see and and then it got seen and then mm-hmm. just just noticing the shift it it sounded like there was a shift after that mm-hmm. just a much mm-hmm. more it sounded like there was much more acceptance well yeah it just all dropped away um it just all dropped away into i guess you could say into acceptance but the the uh-huh. the, the the real thing that's fascinating to me is that um I knew I was raised that way all along, you know. I mean, even in the, my family in the church, that you know, just. Uh, mm-hmm. But 
but when it comes together as a certain belief attached to you know a certain thing like what was body thing or whatever's going on that's what makes the clarity because I, I could have seen that and yeah I know that you know I know that but when it's in this somehow in this process that was going on it's it's what seeing is what cleared things up or in a sense moved seeing this in awareness I guess you could say just moved everything so that you know it could fall into unconditional love and acceptance rather than be in this you know the state <laughs> that, that mm-hmm. uh, I had been in so anyhow it's just kind of fascinating and yeah and real interesting very interesting and so it sounds like what you're saying is the body was like um, the gateway to really um, being able to hold what was going on in awareness in, in a way that hadn't, you know, was, hadn't been available until now. Yeah, yeah, I could say that. That's good, yeah. It was actually this time, it was the door, the feelings and the sensations. The the, it was the, you know, the portal that opened up the, uh-huh. the whole experience, yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. It is the vehicle of our awakening. It is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Phil. Mm-hmm. Jen, did you have something? Yeah, sure. Um, so <clears throat> I also looking at the... Um, I, I would say the process around the political um, situation. What's that? Can you hear me? I before? didn't. I can hear you, yes. Okay. I was just saying, yeah, I saw so much in that conversation, and, and also I've been looking. So I had this experience yesterday that felt like one of those kind of divine interventions, like such a direct workshop around what I've been looking been looking at in the accepting focus and also with the this current political situation and so I was um, in a interaction with someone and it, it just was so it took me completely by surprise this internal reaction that happened to mm. something and mm. it literally took me by surprise like where in the world is that coming from um, huh. and what So what was available was, so the reaction was strong enough that, you know, you know how, we, what's, who's that character in the Peanuts, um, Pigpen, who has that Pigpen. whole fluffy, right, that whole fluffy cloud around, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. there's no way um, I can't imagine, you know, I, I, I project the person I'm interacting with can feel that energy because it's like palpable. Um, but but I, what was available was to just do the thing to just continue doing the thing and then finish the thing and then that was it. And um, it felt like that was available to the person I was interacting with. Same thing, just do the thing and, you know, do the thing and there we go. And as I was, well, even during it, I was, the awareness was expanded enough, first of all, to see that that reaction came in, to see the surprise around the reaction, um, to be able to not choose to you know, essentially act from it. Um, And I was aware of what the voices were saying during it, like, wow, here you are. You, this is what you say you want for this country is love and generosity Mm -hmm. and kindness. And and then this is how you are. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a whole lot of, um, yeah, just the awareness to be there and see this all unfolding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in- including the internal conversation and the internal reaction and all of it. Exactly. So then I, as I was walking away, what I watched was, you know, you could just see ego rubbing its little imaginary hands together. Oh, this is like prime territory here now. This is move in for the self-hate kill, right? <clears throat> So I was completely aware that I wasn't going to go there. 
and I wasn't going to go to that self-hate place. And so I just turned on the reporter, you know, mm-hmm. and what, mm-hmm. what dropped in was basically to just call it all out. Okay. So here's, here's what just happened. That's, that was interesting. Really, you know, so I'm at, and as I'm talking it through, what I saw that was so life-changing was that the narrative that was going to be put on that was what I just said, like, oh, here you are. This is what you say you want for the world, and then this is how you are, blah, blah, blah. But what I realized was what actually happened was completely inner peace, world peace. Because I saw this whole other level of one of the things, I don't know if Sherry and Ashwini have been saying this forever, and I only am just hearing it, but something Sherry said in the email class, I couldn't believe it. It just, I, it, it, dropped, it knocked me over. And I've heard her say it a couple times since then, and I heard Ashwini say it this morning, which is that we don't have any influence over the first thing that happens, the first thought, the first sensation, mm-hmm. the first whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's right after that. It's the second one yeah. where we have the choice. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so what I saw in that was, so that, reaction that happened inside of me that had nothing to do with me mm-hmm. and that same thing is what's happening to human beings everywhere all the time and yeah. that's what makes us do all the things we do yes and so wow. but what actually happened in the interaction was that arose in me I as I say I have no idea but I project the other person could feel that energy and so I, who knows but very likely something happened they there was an internal reaction for them but both people chose to just do the thing mm-hmm. and it didn't it's not like it ended with like oh hug sorry about that you know <laughs> like yeah. which is kind of the other side of the duality that I think that was what was so huge about it for me that I saw that doesn't have to happen for it to be peace what it's completely fine i had this reaction maybe the other person did maybe they didn't that that's what happened that we did the thing that needed to be done and we went our separate ways and that is a perfectly beautiful respectful even loving interaction we could say even though that's not how ego would frame it i was going to say exactly that ego's definition of a success would have been that love and you know yeah exactly but and, and, exactly. And, and, and that, uh, what you described, it just seems like this perfect Aikido move. You know, as, as yeah. you say, that, you know, that comes, we do not have any control over what comes to mind is the bait that cat gets yeah. cast out. Perfect. And yes. We have no control over that. Yeah. But the next moment unfolding when one is paying attention, there is an opportunity to do something like pick up the recorder yep. and have an entirely different experience than, yep. you know, going, going off with self-hate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that was just, it was so huge to watch that narrative shift. To, and basically to realize I could have easily gone away with, with the narrative of, oh, God, okay, i got to try harder, i got to, you know, whatever it is, without seeing, whoa, that interaction worked. <laughs> it completely worked. It was, you know, it, yeah. It was, yeah, so it was extraordinary. I love your bait image. I'm going to take that. That's perfect. That's exactly what it is. It's just trying to get me. It's just goading me. Yeah. It's so yeah. clear. It's what's happening, as you said, that's what's happening to us all the time. All the time. You know, all, all the, the time. time. And then, yeah. you know, there's that opportunity for inner peace, world peace. Yeah. When, when we are paying attention and we see that that's what's been cast before us and we can turn from it and, and yeah. make a choice for unconditional love. Yeah. So huge. Yeah. So Thanks, huge. Sequoia. Thanks, Jen. This is Rebecca. Rebecca? So, gosh, there are two things. Um, 
that I feel are must be very related to each other because they're both here to talk about. Um, and let's see, I'll start with, with um, this very powerful um, insight I sort of got that uh, what we talk about all the time, and Sherry says all the time, that it's impossible to make a mistake. It has, mm-hmm. it has um, sunk in at a different level, at a different speed or something, because it is, it's like the key has fit the lock <laughs> and it has unlocked some kind of uh, suffering that's been holding been held in place for so long and I've just been absolutely lapping that up so many times a day um, that it is impossible to make a mistake and 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 uh, it came through in the learning to love learning group coaching that and then reinforced of the, the very last exercise of, of the last workshop where we just got still and to and to see what was there what information was there. And to me, those two went hand in hand because anytime there's anything that ego would have called a mistake and there is a tight clenching in the gut and the fear and all of that, that is just blocking the information that is there in that moment. You know, and so to to see that all a mistake, quote, mistake is, is a potential for more, for information. You know, mm. if, if, I don't know if, if that's all hanging together, but those two things, but that was such a revelation. So, yeah, let me see if I'm following. So, yeah, what you're seeing is that moment um, when, um, let's see now, when that information comes in that you have made a mistake, boy, it reminds me of the bait image again. Yes. When that information, yeah, exactly. You may not have any control over that. It's, it sends that out, that message. You made a mistake. And if that is picked up then, it, it ends a possibility of seeing um, deeper into what just learning or, you know, exactly. receiving more information from what just happened. Yes. About what just happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, ooh, and I, what I just saw is that, yeah, the information about the process at hand, that information, and then also if there's any information on a content level that will come through, then it actually has a chance to come through because all the walls of defense aren't up, you know, in the, uh-huh. in the belief that, yeah. there's, that there's something wrong. Absolutely. Wow. There's a real opportunity then to continue a participation with life instead of having it stopped and go into a relationship with self-hate or over making a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, and here's the, here's the other example that I'm just seeing per- dovetails perfectly into what we're saying, which is, um, so at the end of the B the change workshop a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I had this I had this great big insight slash plan <laughs> and um for how to be the change. And I sat down at my desk and I wrote it all out and you know, this it just felt so juicy and so good and you can you've been getting to get the whiff of ego behind this, you know. <laughs> The plan. Yes, the plan. And I couldn't wait to, you know, I could get it all down on paper and and um and read over it. And it's, it even even when I read over it, it still sounded good, you know. And um and then, you know, I put it down. I went and did some. And then a little while later, I was just. I don't know if I can convey this in words how this was, but that piece of paper ended up in the trash. I just quietly picked it up and threw it away <laughs> without any fanfare, without any discussion internally, externally. 
and it was just, and I've, I've just looked at that so much over the last couple of weeks whenever we did that, because for one thing, I had, I had seen, you know, I was, it was beginning to dawn on me where that was coming from because it felt so familiar. You know, I've got this really exciting plan. I can't wait to communicate it. Blah, you know, it's like, ooh, I know where that rabbit trail leads, and it's never anywhere good. It's always ego-driven. And, and so that was that to me, like what Sherry's been talking about in the online class, that's the first thought. Okay, that happened. And then awareness was just mm. there. You know, I mm-hmm. didn't like fish it out of the trash and go type it up in an email and send it off the next day or anything like that. You know, it was just like I could have, and in the past I mm-hmm. I would have never thrown that. I mean, I would have just like hung on to it like a dog with a bone and just all mm-hmm. these different things to to, you know, perpetuate that identification. But it felt mm-hmm. like a real intervention of absolute, like, quiet, silent, no will at all. It wasn't like mm-hmm. it, just, it just happened, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. It was just a quiet intervention, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from life. You know, again, there's that first impulse, that first ego impulse, and then, you know, to just be present, to um, hold, be holding that whole process and awareness, it sounds like, and, and to receive the information that, hmm, I, I recognize this. And it sounds like there was just like no, um, boy, there was a complete acceptance and willingness. Yeah. And, and, yeah, which was what enabled the letting go. Oh, that is the perfect word for it. It was complete acceptance. Because, you know, it would, it, like, just like what was talked about a minute ago, it could have so easily gone to a problem that there I go again doing that. Yeah. Yes. And, and it was, I mean, it was like the, mo- the utter respect for that this is just how it is. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But this is boy, it, <laughs> it, it could have been that whole. It could have been that whole. I just made a mistake. Process. Yeah. Where? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and as you said, it could have gone so differently from that place. Yeah. Because authenticity. Well, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I just hesitate to even gild it with any more words because that's so perfect, that just complete acceptance. And, I, and the only other word that felt like it was a dominant thing was just utter compassion and, and I guess, respect for just the mm. whole process, the whole human um, deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong. Yeah, just mm-hmm. embracing the human. You know, yeah. it sounds like just allowing her to have her humanness and yeah. the compassion in that—that that she just gets to be a human being, and yeah, yeah and it's all yeah. good. And it's all good. Wow, that was really that was really fun to to look at. Thank you so much for the reflection. That was really helpful. <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca. Hi, this is Christina. Christina. Hi. Um, Hi. So this month, um, on the acceptance theme, I'm working with the content of um, accepting the results of the election, no matter which way it goes. And um, today's assignment it was so clear to me that um, that I wanted to look at the process around the results. So, you know, <laughs> the, I mean, there's tons of emotion, there's all kinds of information and um, opinions and all of these things, but really what, what I decided to do was 
every time I checked the results or I read another story about it, I I got out a piece of I got out my journal and I wrote down everything that I noticed about what was going on with me. And um what was highlighted for me was that the the I suffered no matter who wins. Um it looks different and it feels different in the beginning, but there's still this um there's still a process that is is dependent upon um beliefs and assumptions that aren't real. It's still egocentric. It's still driven by ego either way. And it was so clear to me when, you know, I made a recording right after the show this morning, and it was so clear to me in that moment that looking at this and doing this little, not little, I mean, it's a huge practice to try to write down every time I read an election result because I'm kind of obsessed, you know, (laughs) which is a whole other process to look at. you know, so it, I will admit I did not write down, I did not get my journal out every time I read another story. Um, but what was so clear to me was that the keys in this nugget, you know, the key to, to freedom, it, it is, it's, it's in this nugget. I just, I just know it. I know it's there. Mm-hmm. It's where everything resides. And, and it's not about what I'm going to do. It's just about paying attention. And, mm-hmm. and I could see where it could take me a whole lifetime to write, <laughs> to get clear about this process because it's so embedded in, in who and how I do life. And, um, yeah, anyway. So, Christina, just to make sure I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. So you're seeing that. You're seeing that um, so you're really looking at the process that's going on and, and the particular content of the election. And, and you're really paying attention to what's, um, what's arising with all of this information that's coming out about the election. And um, you're seeing that, that there's actually no, in this particular process, there's no win. I mean, it doesn't matter how the, how the election goes. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that you're seeing how this, how there's a nugget in here. There's a nugget in here that can, could, that could, you know, to just to be working with this, there's a nugget in here that would, could lead to freedom, I think I heard you saying. Yeah. And I think it's like one of those feelings you get or just this like sense, I guess would be a better word that you have when you realize you've taken another step. You know, like you're not you haven't gotten anywhere necessarily. You're here, which is all you you know, where you want to be, but it's like, oh, okay. I see this thing that I've been doing in practice now, this like way of looking and paying attention. I'm now seeing just just one more thread, you know, like I can see just a little bit clearer. And I, I get now that I'm not trying to get anywhere, just that much better. You know, because always there's this thing that hangs over me of I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get something out of this practice. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like one kind of one movement, you know, if it's linear away from that. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. So, so getting liberated from that. I'm trying to get somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah, and to just really just, it sounds like just be unc- uncovering the threads. And, and, and that's it. That's the whole thing right there. Yep. <laughs> it's not, it's not yep. going to lead, lead to anything particular, but, you know, it, it, wow. It's kind of like, a, I don't know, excavation, but, yeah, to just keep going deeper and deeper and to just be uncovering um, bits and bits of information. Yeah. Just for the joy of that. Exactly. And just to get to know how I'm controlled better. You know, like I think, oh, if my candidate wins, then, you know, everything's going to be good. And I don't have to look anymore, right, because it will get taken care of. (laughs) My candidate will make sure things are okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get my candidate in place so I can go to sleep again. Exactly. 
Exactly. And yeah. <laughs> That's you've, seen, you've seen that. <laughs> and you've seen that going to sleep leads to lots of suffering. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not where I choose to live. That's for sure. I'm I'm yeah. I'm in the process of waking up. <laughs> yeah. The process of waking up, not going to sleep. <laughs> it's a good check-in. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 And the final thing I'll say about that is, it was so clear. You know, as I was writing down everything and just the, the emotions that come up and the feelings and the yeah, well, both mostly those two things. It's it's so fascinating to watch it all because you can, I can see how this applies to all of these you know quote unquote big content areas of my life you know I could take it's so applicable to how ego does everything for me or where it, where it gets me you know like and and it's it's so helpful to see and it's all about this like desire to go to sleep. To, to let other people take care of stuff, so I can I can be okay. Where the whole time I'm okay already, like <laughs> you know, and I want to be here for life. I want to I want to be present to it. I want to be active in it and participating. I don't need other people to live life for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you you're really clear. You're really yeah. Clear about yeah what what's what's important. And gosh, I just it's. I think um, it's Sherry's been talking about this on the radio show. It's so helpful that we don't have to um, go along and solve every little piece of content. Mm. That you know, you can see this process just running through everything. Yeah. And how 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 great that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> for reflecting. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, Christina. This is Jan. Jan. Hi. Well, I got to see something today in the Reflective Listening Buddy support call that I it came to mind as I'm hearing everybody else's other discussions tonight. And what I got to see is how conditioning, <laughs> I, well, what, where it takes me to is what I think Jen was describing of that point where something happens and there's a, it, I, I consider it a choice point. It's like conditioning mm-hmm. comes in with something and what I saw today, I don't know, it just, that's, it's just like a troublemaker coming in. I mean, our political situation is pretty similar <laughs> of what we see going on all the time, um, or often, I should say. But it's, I'm beginning to catch that more and more, where I know it's not me, but it's that point where it comes in. I mean, I still get fooled at times, but more and more I'm saying, oh, there's that troublemaker again, or there's that whatever it is to take me off, it's and it, it's just uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on that allows that to maybe it's just all the different practice opportunities, but it's just led to this sense in the last few days of a of a happiness, a freedom, a, a, a playfulness of just waiting for it. It's almost like just waiting to see when's it going to come in again. And there's that sort of sense of smiling and going, there's that troublemaker again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I'm just feeling a lot of gratitude because I hear others describing the same thing in different ways of, of yeah. the experience of having this experience. Yeah. And what a what a what a shift, um, you know, to to just um, bring awareness to this and to be able then to approach it with like. Um, it, it like running toward it, like oh, there's the troublemaker again. You know, I, you know, uh, it just it just sounds like such a position of power versus having this thing happen over and over again and like being clueless. Like, how did that happen? You know, and, <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and and feeling victimized by it. 
Well, and that still happens at times, but mm-hmm. more often than before, it it isn't. And and when you said power, it's so funny to hear that because I think of it as playfulness, that it's a position uh-huh. of playing in life. Of, and I guess it, it does put us in control or power or, you know, we're not being taken over, but it's a, it, there's a sense of playfulness about it. Um, <laughs> it's almost like little kids because that's when I saw the troublemaker, I, the, the sort of what came to me was like kids at different times take on the role of being the little troublemaker, however they do it. We've probably all done it. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me. And so it's that watching it from that <laughs> from that perspective and I don't know just at this time right now there's just a sense of smiling when I see it it isn't always that way sometimes it's like oh my gosh this you know this is the last thing I want to see or encounter or deal with but just appreciating that that's possible to be in a place of playing with this and mm-hmm. and waiting for it to come <laughs> And I yeah. guess you could say it's a sense of welcoming it, but it's really just recognizing that what it is and saying, fine, but not giving it the attention. The bully, the uh, whatever we want to call it, the troublemaker isn't going to get the attention because mm-hmm. there are too many other things to give attention to in life that are what I want. Anyway, I think any of us want, and uh, mm-hmm. it's just been really fun to see. Yeah, yeah, to just really come from that place of playfulness. And I think you described it as uh, a place of freedom. I think mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And to just, wow, yeah, to just really, um, it, that childlike quality, which, you know, probably is a really powerful place. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing as you said, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, to just, um, it just sounds like, yeah, to just be really a- appreciating that and to, to and, you know, as was spoken on, it seems like that's been coming up a lot on the call tonight, that that there's that initial um, impulse from conditioning, or you know, and then to, to just practice, to have practice to the point where, it's no. It can now be turned into something that's playful. That mm. you know, to be, to be watching the troublemaker instead of yeah being at effect of the troublemaker. Yes, and not identifying as the troublemaker. <laughs> that's the part. Uh-huh. There's, where, there's where the freedom is. Um, yes. Is that you know whatever yes. whatever's going on? It's not my fault. You know that ugly thought or action or yes. whatever. Well, it, it's usually thought, that's not me. It's just not yeah. me. And um, so that's where I guess the playfulness is possible. The seeing of that allows for it, and what I'm seeing right now is what allows for it to be playful uh, because that's what's yeah. there when that identity isn't there. Exactly. That's what was coming. That That, that might be what's really authentic that playfulness and, yeah. and it can actually it can actually be there because there is not that identifying with ego it's very clear who the troublemaker is and who the playful um, authentic energy is yeah wow and what I what I just saw when you were saying that is when I look at people I admire and how they are, are in, I mean, current and past and historically, but just how they are in life is that comfort, that comfort level of just knowing who they really are. Or there's a mm-hmm. sense of that anyway. And, mm-hmm. um, boy, to have a, even a uh, whatever amount of experience of that just feels like a huge gift. And um, and it makes it also makes me look for it. <laughs> it makes me look for it internally and externally. Which uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if that sounds odd, but um, 
Yeah, it's like turning to life, looking for it wherever it is. Uh huh. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah. So that anyway, the, that's what yeah, the, people, the people that you admired most to just um, to be to just I mean that projection that to, that they they do not have any confusion mm. about you know who's who and what's what and 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 and. Uh, and it just—it sounds like you were saying to see that modeled. It's uh, and then it gives you um, an opportunity to be looking for that both within and without, externally and internally, to know mm-hmm. that 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 that's possible. And it sounds like you know your heart's really your heart was really attracted to that, recognizing that, and and yes. then yeah. Well, I, and the word that came to mind was camaraderie. There's, it's like camaraderie with life or those other, those that um, I project are, come, you know, in that place. Um, uh-huh. Like of not being alone. Um, that that, this isn't a, what's the word I'm looking for? That it's real. I, I don't know. I can't think of the word, but that this is, this is real. It's not, yeah. Because I'm seeing Recog- it in the world, recognizing it. Yeah, thank you. Recognizing it in the world, recognizing what's real, what's authentic, and feeling mm-hmm. a camaraderie with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, wow, a lot of gratitude for that, <laughs> for these experiences and for the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Jan. Hey, Sarah. Sarah. Oh, oh great. Um, yeah, I loved I loved that conversation and um, the word the use you know the the words camaraderie and playful and it's just it's nice to have that um, sense back in at, at this point in the week um, and just it's 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 just been an interesting ride and I, I I have been wondering for about a week you know what what we're doing having elections you know that that. Um, it seems like a very egocentric process and mm. one that's kind of counter to our true nature. Um, so it, it's almost like it's, it's built for this kind of um, ego ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. To just see that the whole process is, is an egocentric process, this process of election. Yeah. Yeah. And it's how counter it is to our true nature yeah, that there has to be like I mean, just the whole notion of winners and losers, and um, like it seems like it's it, it's that sometimes it, it may be that that's creating the stress as opposed to the person who wins or loses. Because I've had this sense, like as other people have said, like well, what's going to happen the day it's over? Like it's still it's still you're still it, you, it's still your life, you know? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. There's not some radical change, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that maybe it is the whole thing of a be, have, uh, having a winner or a loser that's, that's really setting up the, the stress. Um, yeah, because it's so counter it, to... Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that, that's okay. I was just going to just say it's the, just setting up the stress that people are are feeling and talking about. Yeah. Right, because you get this, it's a sort of a message of exclusion. Well, you're, you know, your people aren't there and, and therefore you're on the fringes and no end. And certainly that messaging is there. I mean, that's, it's part of the whole process, uh, you know, that's, but, but um, I don't know. I've just been having, um, I don't know, in the last day or so, I've been trying to just sort of practice with the idea that whoever I'm looking at is, is is like that we have this shared common experience and there whatever masquerade you know mask they're wearing it doesn't matter we're still the same mm-hmm. so it sounds like you're just looking for that the place of connection and shared common experience beyond whatever mask people may be wearing yeah and it, and and uh i don't know just a, a part 
the the election. I mean, I've tried to not watch the news, but and I but I've still gotten caught in it, you know. And it it just feels like it's this. Um, I don't know. It, it just feels like a. It feels like lunacy, just absolute lunacy right now. Like it's just how could we? It it's so counter to what makes it, it it runs so counter to what brings us peace and happiness and you know mm-hmm. that sense of goodwill. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. What we practice what we know in practice is one process does not lead to the to another. And and so you're just really seeing the lunacy in 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 what's going on right now. Yeah, and, and yet at the same time, I also hear just even in these conversations, I hear the insights that have emerged from it and, the, you know, it, so it doesn't feel like it, there's, it, it's wrong necessarily. It's just, it's just um, I, I don't know what the real part is, if that makes sense. Like um, the election can seem very real, but yet I, I don't sense that the outcome of it is going to actually um penetrate the internal I, I don't know that sense of internal well being. it's hard to explain it, but hmm. Yeah, if I if I if I'm tracking here, uh it's that um wow and I just lost it. But it was like um what we've heard on the call tonight is is people a, a describing freedom and a lot of insights and mm-hmm. and you know just just wondering um is this is this whole external process that's going out there in the world generating uh, um who knows who knows uh right right Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like what that's what I was trying thank you for reflecting that because it's it's you know where wh- where's the real part is the real part the election no I don't think so the real the that's just like this external process that takes us to this internal place of of well mm-hmm. and, and and I can't internal is not the right word either because it's you know it's a shared thing but it takes us to that shared sense of like this is like I, I just feel it being on this call like oh yeah I'm back home you know, I'm back home. This yeah. is the, like, yeah, this is it. This is it, you know? And and so I don't know. It's Maybe it's all part of, it's all, like, you, you have to go through that ego thing to get back there, and it's all okay, and it's all fine, but there's a part of me that's, like, um, you know, I did say at the beginning of all this, like, someone else, like, I, I want, I'm going to go for neutrality. I want to go for neutrality. Like, I... But I think it's because I, what I wanted was what was behind that, which is that feeling of we're all one and there are no, mm-hmm. it's not us and them. Yeah. Yeah, so really not knowing, <laughs> not having a clue about, yeah, this whole playing out of this process and, you know, what might be behind it or if anything's behind it. Or, But I hear you say there's a recognition of though of what's authentic and really being drawn to that and and j- just feeling that on the call tonight uh, yeah, yeah. In the, of my home and just feeling drawn to that yeah like that's the thing that feels real to me that you know the election mm-hmm. story has this very it's almost cinematic quality to it you know of like yeah. yeah it's got a lot of energy and it looks really interesting and all the rest but it that looks like a movie Whereas this mm-hmm. feels more real, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, so and I and I do hope the um, I, I do hope that recording turns up of today's show because I also missed it, and I have this feeling that there's also a lot of great insight there too. So hopefully, it's anyway. Well, I'll just it'll be okay either way. So yeah. yeah, another yeah. another area we have no control, but yeah. exactly, exactly. So okay, thank you. All right, Sarah, thank you. Margaret? Margaret. Hi, Sequoia. Hi. So I'm, yeah, I'm really grateful for this call. Um, I, um, I was, I'm seeing a couple different things about this month and this month's focus and 
doing the email class, being related to that in a way. And it's like there's a... um, I've been looking at accepting the unacceptable. I guess that's sort of what struck me in the very beginning to... um, to to just be with. And so I think it was last week I was looking at, um, I was just very struck by it's okay to hate the sin but not the sinner. Uh-huh. And that um, that's kind of what I'm looking at, I think, also in the email class around an issue that I have with my spouse. Um, And it's, um, and with him, I just sort of feel like (laughs) I don't even, it's not that I even hate the sin. (laughs) It's just not, it's not something that I would want to be doing (laughs) myself. Um, because I'm choosing awareness practice. And mm-hmm. and um, and what's come out of that is just this amazing, that and I think, you know, other things we've been looking at and compassion and all kinds of things that, that um, I've been able to, well, and, and I think it's the whole, I just love this, Thing that Krishnamurti has in his quote that we get every month about silent observation without choice and condemnation. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I'm working with these things, I just feel like if I could just shut up, <laughs> just be silent <clears throat> and and not not say anything. Um, Which I do do a lot of the time, actually. <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't seem to serve me sometimes. And then I guess you know, it's like ego holds it against me in other. Hmm. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that's that just came out of nowhere. It sounds like it sounds like a case of where ego uh, possibly uh, is. It gets gets to talk, and then it holds you against it. it holds you. It holds it against you. Um, for whatever was said, and uh, and yet and there and it sounds like you know authentically there's just this deep desire for silent observation without condemnation. Yeah, because of just experiencing the hurtfulness in it when mm-hmm. it, just right when the words are even coming out of my my mouth, it's it's um. You know, it 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 um, it sort of makes me, you know, sort of contemplate. You know, what was being shared earlier about the the um, I guess the playfulness aspect of it seems like there's more playfulness available from silence than from from, from um, allowing that the uh, the voice. To come in, mm-hmm. which may be that first response. Yeah, you know, maybe that we have response. And, yeah, and and to and it sounds like yeah, to even be feeling the hurtfulness of it as the words are coming out. Um, yeah, yeah, and and <clears throat> you know, it's um, it just feels so hard to ha- be able to erase any of that once mm-hmm. it's happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so I guess some of that fits in with what, what, what Phil, well, what was being said about the, the bullies 
um, shouldn't win. <laughs> In a way, it. But it, it. 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 I guess that's what. What I. I feel like I'm being the bully. By not accepting. What's. Um, what some person has chosen for themselves, even mm. though it it seems like it directly affects me. Um, in ways that that don't seem, you know, a good thing. I just, yeah, I guess I just, yeah, I'm. I haven't pulled it all together into something <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, you just it's yeah, you're looking at it and um yeah, to just it's clear that um there is this deep desire to um to not to not be in, you know in a hurtful place about it and mm-hmm. um and to um, and to looking looking at accepting, and in this in this situation, it sounds like um, it's hard to accept because it it feels like it sounds like behavior that has ramifications for you as well as someone that you care about, and so you're just looking at accepting in this particular situation and what yes. that would look like. Right, and. And 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 actually, I I am looking at how when I'm stepped back from that that ego sphere about that, really, it does feel like I can be that I am adequate to my experience, mm-hmm. um, and there's that knowing also, or that you know that direct experience of that mm-hmm. through practice. A, yeah, a direct experience of your adequacy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Which sounds way different than that feeling like a need to um, do something or, yeah, I, I don't think you exactly said this, but control another person's behavior or, you know, and yet you have this other experience of adequacy to whatever is there in life. Yeah, and I <clears throat> I guess that's why I really like the guest house poem because mm-hmm. it offers me, it just feels like I'm offered um, welcoming anything and everything that happens. Mm-hmm. 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 And yet sometimes it's painful at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's painful at the time to welcome everything and anything. Yeah, yeah. Or to just to see how acceptance would look. Hmm. Hmm. This sounds like an exploration of how yeah. acceptance might look. Yeah, how acceptance might look, you know. Mhm. Yeah. Does that mean things can't be painful? Does that mean things? Yeah. What? What? How would that look? That kind of acceptance of welcoming everything that comes into the guest house. You know, I guess you know that's so helpful to hear that reflected because it sounded like it. It pulled back together again that part about. I guess I have this thing that um, it wasn't exactly that the bully shouldn't win. It was that it's okay. It's okay for me to hate the sin and not the sinner as long as, long as I like the person who's doing the sin. <laughs> as long as I like, like I like my husband. <laughs> so there's another level there. Yeah. 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 That's not really what was being addressed there. My <laughs> Um, it's good to see these things. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, it was. That, that actually took me back when I saw that the other day. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> oh, that's how I'm, you know, um, excluding stuff from my circle of acceptance right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for reflecting um, so helpfully, <laughs> Sequoia. Yeah. Well, that's great, Margaret. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Well, thank you. Good night.